Thank you, Bella. Appreciate it as always. I hear the excitement in your voice. I know this is one of your favorite topics. Welcome back to another edition of the Soccer Specialist Podcast. And today we are going to talk about speed. That's right, increasing your speed, getting faster on the pitch. It's something I get asked about a lot. First, it's going to be two parts, maybe three. I got I posted in the Facebook group that I'd be doing this podcast. I got a lot of questions, so I'm going to leave those for a second part to answer those questions. And then, well, depending on how long this goes and that goes, there might even have to be a third part. But anyway, I get the question a lot about increasing speed. That is get stronger, period. That's the key. That's the foundation. Obviously, the devil is in the details. I use that phrase for Mark. If you're listening, I know how much you love that considering the source. That's a something we won't get into, but Mark loves that phrase. If you see Mark, you talk to him in the Facebook group, always use that for him. Anyway, I want to clear something up. Obviously, I wouldn't be doing this if I didn't think you can get faster. So yes, you can train to get faster. I know most people see speed as something you're born with. You have it or you don't, which just isn't true. Uh, you can develop speed with proper training, just like any other physical skill. For some reason, people think seem to think you can't develop speed because you're not going to be a same bolt, which is ridiculous. Well, you're probably not going to be Lionel Messi either, or, or Ronaldo, or Marta, or Tobin Heath, or Carly Lloyd, or what have you. So you're not going to... That doesn't mean you can't get better at soccer, right? That doesn't mean you can't be the best you that you can be. Same thing with speed. It's not about comparing your speed to someone else's. It's about improving your speed and getting faster. Ultimately, your genetics are are your limit and they're different for everyone, but you don't even know what that is. And you want to get as close to it as possible. So everyone can get significantly faster with the right mindset, the right training program. Go check out impactsoccerperformance.com. See how I slipped that in there? It was pretty good, right? Remember, it's not about whether you can get faster than someone else. It's about improving your own speed. So with that proper training, someone with average speed can become above average. Someone with above average speed, maybe they can become elite. And keep in mind, all else being equal, speed is most definitely a game changer. Yes, one of the greatest things about soccer is all these other things you can do besides your athleticism that help make you a great player, your vision, awareness, all that stuff, checking your shoulder. But guess what? The faster players can do those things too. Then where are you, right? So you want to also work on improving your speed because speed kills. It's a sports cliche for a reason. It is true. It is true in soccer. And it's really, really an important part of the game. Even at the highest levels, even with the most technically skilled players, speed plays a huge, huge role. With speed, you can win more 50-50 balls. You can get behind defenses easier and stretch them out with your off-the-ball runs. You can break a defense down out wide and get dangerous crosses off, or or maybe you're overlapping as a fullback. And when a defender knows you have superior speed, they're going to back off you a little bit. They're afraid to get beat. They're going to give you more time and space to make good decisions. As a defender, you can erase mistakes, yours and teammates, by quickly closing on opponents. You can stop transitional attacks, okay? You can high press. Just think if you have a conditioned fast team that's high pressing you and putting a lot of pressure on the ball and closing on the ball quick right that causes havoc out there so i talked i mentioned getting stronger before we get into that i want to go a little bit about the other thing which is improving mechanics of course and for me i like to focus on acceleration mechanics not top end mechanics acceleration mechanics first of all can be um, um With improved acceleration mechanics and strength, you can improve your acceleration speed. 
via training a lot more than you can your top end speed, which is awesome for soccer players because your acceleration speed is a much more important uh, speed metric in in the game because you're gonna you're rarely gonna hit top end speed. You're rarely gonna make those 60, 70 yard sprints that that allow you to hit top end. You're gonna be more 5, 10, 15, 25, 30, 40 yard sprints, changing direction over and over again, accelerating, decelerating, shorter sprints, which acceleration plays a bigger role in those, right? And you can improve acceleration more than you can improve top end, which is awesome. Look, first of all, obviously, practicing the skill of sprinting is going to help you sprint, right? Um, so we'll improve mechanics, things like wall drills, foot poppers, pogo jumps, the lean fall run sprints, a skips, half kneeling sprints, things like that are going to play a role in improving your speed. It's also important to understand that it's a full body activity. That means moving your arms properly, having back strength, things like that. But here's one thing that I always sound really cool in all of my research. is, though I don't think there are any specific studies that I've come across, but I do know a lot of real-world results have shown that there's a strong correlation between sprint speed and pull-up strength. It's really interesting, right? Your back, back, one reason I think of is you need a strong back to keep yourself in a proper mechanical position for sprinting for acceleration. Which, again, as I just said, is the most important part of speed in soccer. So remember, sprinting is a full body activity, your back strength, your arm movement, things like that. So simple acceleration mechanics. Applying force in the opposite direction from which you want to go. Makes sense? Equal and opposite reactions. This is why strength and power, which is force production, they're crucial. So with, sprint, with uh, acceleration mechanics, you're driving into the ground to move your body in the opposite direction, which takes strength and power. An explosive 10 to 15 yard acceleration, the ability to do it over and over again, big part of soccer. So basic acceleration mechanics, the knee drive, that, or I really should be foot drive, because we're really talking about that drive down into the ground and putting your foot into the ground. The forward lean, which is almost a 45 degree angle, driving your feet backward, your feet should actually land behind you. And then your turnover is slower than normal because you're taking bigger steps during acceleration. And understand that that bend forward, that lean, it's not from the waist, it's from the feet, which again is where you get into needing the back strength, okay? It's a lean, not a bend. Get that knee high out in front, push forward, push backwards into the ground and finish each step. Drive through the ground. Your legs are moving like pistons, not on, not pedaling a bicycle. Makes sense? Think of your stride speed when it's trying to sprint up a steep hill, right? Slower, slower speed. That's your acceleration. In fact, Hill sprints, while great for conditioning, which is how most people do them, they're also a great way to work on improving your acceleration and your acceleration, your power, your strength and power, but also your uh, acceleration mechanics because you're naturally forced into a forward lean with your feet behind you. So real quick, acceleration mechanics review. You can listen to this again. Good forward lean, high knee driving your foot back in behind you, ankle rigidity, got to have strong ankle rigidity, long, full, powerful steps. Boom. Okay. Speed and strength, the foundational way you improve your speed is by improving your strength. They're linked. All else being equal, a strong sprinter is a faster sprinter. Simple physics. Now, a lot of studies have shown this to be true. I'll go over some in, in the future as well. One in, uh, that was done in Strength and Conditioning Journal that tested a number of football players, and they discovered that the players that were stronger, they had a greater max weight on the squat relative to their body weight all tend to have faster sprint times in the 40, which is a common sprint for athletes. 
And it's important to understand this training, it's not easy or immediate, okay? This isn't one of those, hey, give me a one hour sprint session and I'll take three seconds off your 40 time by making this simple correction. No, 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 no. Look, adding 20 pounds to your barbell squat isn't gonna do much. Adding 50, 75, 100, along with other aspects of proper training program, now we're getting somewhere. And you need to build an absolute strength base, but then even more importantly, you need relative strength, which is your strength relative to your body weight. And then you need to turn that strength into power, and man, you're gonna get faster. Pound for pound, which is relative to strength. Elite sprinters are quite possibly the strongest, most powerful athletes in the world, right up there with Olympic weightlifters. This is the number one key to speed, producing relative force. Give you a quick example. If one player weighs 200 pounds and they squat 330 pounds, another player weighs 160 and they squat 330, that second player is much more relative strength, which is the key to speed. All else being equal, they're going to be the faster player. Look, elite sprinters, I don't want to terrify the young players and parents of young players. Like I know these numbers are out out of there, out there in terms of what you would be doing, but all the studies are done with adults, right? Or at least college age uh, athletes. Elite sprinters consistently squat over double their body weight, if not two and a half times or more. A lot of NFL players do it as well. They may be, and they may be the fastest sprinters in the world outside actual sprinters, right? We know football players do big time strength training. It's not just for getting stronger, it's also for getting faster and preventing uh, injuries. Look, even young players can strength train. I'm not going to get off into that tangent right now, but look, if you're terrified of weights, body weight training, right? Kids are doing it from a young age. They're doing it from day one. They're, all right, maybe not day one. They're not doing a whole lot of, of anything on day one, but you know what I mean, young. They're out there playing. They're running. They're jumping. They're climbing trees. They're, they're sitting in the bottom of a squat position for minutes at a time. All strength and plyometric work, okay? They're just not using actual. That's why I like to call it resistance training, not weight training because body weight can be re your resistance too. Uh, safety. A lot of times you hear about doing high reps, high reps for safety. No, 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 no. Higher, the higher number of reps you're doing, the more chance that your form breaks down and then you get into some problems and you have injury because form is crucial to preventing injury. So low reps. Now, when I say low reps, that doesn't mean you take a weight that you can barely, barely make five reps on and, and that's the weight you use for five reps. You might Take a weight you can get 12 reps on in a set, but you do maybe three or four sets of five reps with a couple of minutes of, of rest between, okay? So with strength training, we're talking about keeping the reps low, great form, not going to failure where you're getting stuck under the bar at the end of each set and doing multiple sets with a lot of rest in between, okay? You can improve strength without ever doing a max lift, okay? So Producing force, producing it quickly. That's what we want. We want to be able to put that force into the ground and do it quickly. And that is power, which comes from strength training. Okay. So let's say with proper training, for the sake of argument, we're able to improve a player's stride length by whopping two inches, right? Two inches. It doesn't seem like much, I know, but they're going to cover 24 more inches of ground over 12 steps, which is two full feet. They're going to cover a full foot over six steps. And anybody who knows anything about soccer, Playing or watching knows that's huge. It's the difference between making a play or not making a play. The difference between being first or second to the ball. The difference between finish a breakaway or even stopping a breakaway. It's the difference between being up and getting that header and clearing it, getting that header and scoring a goal or not. Cover an extra cover a couple of feet or a foot on the ground. That's big. That is big on the pitch. It can be the difference between sitting the bench or being the star. 
And that increase in stride length, why it can be improved via mechanics, if those mechanics are poor in the first place, is mostly going to be improved by applying more force into the ground with each step, which carries you further forward. Think of elite sprinters when they start in the 100 meter, right? They're starting in those blocks. If you ever slowed down their first step, they got, they have both feet off the ground for a while. That's their strength and power pushing and producing that force. strength and power by being able to put more force into the ground. So you want to get faster, you need to produce more power. To produce more power, you need to get stronger. And this in turn will result in an increase in speed. So look, strength is simply moving that way without time constraint. Think of a power lifter or, or think of a movie or TV show, right? There's a disaster. Somebody in a natural disaster, they're pinned under a heavy pole or beam and they're going to drown and someone has to lift it to get their legs out. And it seems like it takes forever, right? The, the drama effect, but also that's what happens to a power lifter on a max lift. Sometimes it looks like the bar's not even moving. They're not going to get it. It's barely budging. And eventually they grind it out, however slowly, however long it takes to a successful lift. Well, the power is the op is the kind of the opposite, the opposite, but it's the ability to move that mate that weight as quickly as possible. So instead of grinding it out, you're moving it quickly. So let's say one player, you know, the two players are both the same size, size, same weight, same height, whatever. One can squat 250 pounds, but it takes them six seconds. Another can squat 250 pounds. It only takes them three seconds. That player is going to be considered the more powerful of the two. So these athletic tools that we need, speed, explosiveness, quickness, they're all the result of being able to produce a high level of relative strength as quickly as possible, which is power. Okay, keep that in mind. Now, also this idea of lifting heavy, right? Heavy is relative. It could simply mean squatting with 50 pounds for one place. It could mean body weight for some of you, right? Maybe you get your 9, 10, 11 year old just start and they're doing body weight. Heavy might be body weight for them. For another player, it might mean 100 pounds. For an advanced 18 year old, you know, at an MLS academy, academy or, or playing in college, maybe they're squatting 250 pounds or more, but they're all heavy. All those numbers I gave are all heavy for that particular athlete. It's relative. It's what heavy is heavy for you in the moment, not for anyone else. And over time, what's heavy for you now may become light. So understand I'm not asking your 12 or 14 old put 100 pounds on their back, okay? Strength training for improving athletic performance is not about max limit lifts. And in fact, we can improve strength dramatically without ever maxing out on any lift. And I think that's gonna be a separate podcast all on its own. But understand, oh, all else being equal, more strength equals more speed. The more force, I've said it a million times already, and now I'm sorry, the more force into the ground, the faster you're going to be. It's all about relative strength. Now, some quick keys to strength gains. Form, really important, perfect form. Progressive overload, that's adding more resistance over time, adding weight over time. The volume of your sessions, the intensity, the recovery and rest, the frequency of the sessions, as well as exercise selection. All training programs have to keep these in mind. Many don't. And this is where you end up. Why you end up with a lack of progress or slow progress. Hopefully, that's a hopefully not a devastating injury, which can happen as well. But you get stronger, you increase your speed for soccer matches. So my favorite exercise for the legs and hips, which are crucial for getting, increasing speed, full back squats and goblet squats, Bulgarian split squats, and all forms of lunges. You want to do all versions of these. They don't have to all be in the same workout. Okay, we don't want to overdo it in one session. The hips, the hamstrings, the glutes. Yeah, your butt. 
It plays a significant role in sprinting speed, and they're the key muscles used in properly done full squats, okay? Every athlete that can physically squat should squat. There's been a lot of information, misinformation over the years regarding the squat, but it is a fantastic, fantastic exercise for athletes when properly performed, properly performed. It's one of the best strength training exercises you can do for overall sports performance, and it does not cause knee problems. In fact, proper squatting strengthens the knees and helps prevent injuries. Perform properly with good technique. The squat helps strengthen the knees and prevent injuries. You got that? But yeah, you do it with too much weight. You do it with poor form. Yeah, that's probably an injury waiting to happen. Okay, I get it. Now, we're going to test recovery and overtraining at another time. But uh, those are the keys. Let me see. I got to check my time. I don't want to go too long. Oh, okay, we're getting near... We're getting near the end where we're going to have to go to that dreaded part two, okay? We're going to have to go to that dreaded part two. But you're training to improve your soccer performance, and you can't do that if you're injured. That's why I'm talking about really stressing good technique, okay? Good technique. So just to give you a real quick sample workout for a, a beginner, you know, you, you limit it to some pogo jumps, some power skipping, full body squats, Romanian deadlifts, maybe the decline bench press. You can do it with dumbbells and chin-ups. Start lighter than you need to. Perfect form as well as help you build momentum and add weight over time. Put in the work. Apply yourself. Add weight over time. You're going to get stronger. Then becomes a matter of transferring that newfound strength to your speed performance on the pitch. Okay? Running is a skill. Sprinting is a skill. There are mechanics involved. This technique, just like technique for dribbling, passing, shooting, it can all be improved. Look, we can all run, right? Every one of us can go out and run. <laughs> it doesn't mean we all run with proper technique. We can also all play soccer too, right? Or sing, but some have better technique and you really don't want to hear me sing, okay? Um, I think, well, no, you know, on account of injury prevention, okay, that's a huge one. ACL injuries, which are mostly non-contact. They're also usually during deceleration, which is something we'll talk about another time, which is cruise, uh, crucial. Proper strength training can lessen risk, not prevent, okay? I'm not going to guarantee you're not going to get hurt if you're strength training properly, but it can lessen risk, Okay. Um, a proper strength training program is the best things you can do for injury prevention. With strength training, you get bigger, stronger tissues, tendons, ligaments, muscles, making your body more resistant to the external forces that are placed upon it that can cause injury. And there are external forces simply in decelerating and changing direction, okay? Again, we'll talk about that another time. I want to wrap this up. It's getting to that limit number of minutes. But in summary, you can train to get faster, period. Most people see it as something you're born with, but it's not, okay? You can develop it just like any other skill. You can get faster with the right mindset and training program. It's not about whether you can get faster than someone else. It's about improving your own speed, okay? Focus on strength training with other important elements such as power, speeds, and plyometric training, which we're also going to talk about. This is why I'm starting to think this might be three because the next podcast episode we're going to talk about Answering, we're going to answer group member questions depending on how long that goes. We'll get into more power and specifics with plyometrics as well. So, which is why it may be a number three. But right now, go ahead and check out uh, impactsoccerperformance.com where you discover how to take your soccer performance to the next level. 
and dominate game day. Have you heard that phrase before? With a step-by-step program to increase your speed, agility, and quickness, all while improving your overall athleticism. Check it out, intactsoccerperformance.com. Once again, I really, really do appreciate all of you listening. It, it means a lot. I appreciate you with the positive comments I've seen from you people about the, the podcast and the fact that you go out and let other people know about it as well. I really, really do appreciate it. Looking forward. This is kind of an overview. So don't worry, we're going to get into more detail. That's why I think it's going to be three parts. We're going to get into more detail in specifics about reps and sets and plyometrics and all that type of stuff. So I am going to leave it there, and we will talk to you later. Uh-huh.